Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Matt Forte has been brought here to be a workhorse running back. Put your quarterback and your offensive line in the best position to succeed on third down. Bears need six. Crowd comes to its feet here in Indianapolis. Bears at midfield, left to right with 5.07 left here in the first quarter. 3-0 Indianapolis. One back, four receivers. Handoff, Forte up the middle, blasting to the 40, away at the 35, he's to the 20, right to the 10, and Rodgers made to the end zone, touchdown, touchdown Bears, a 50-yard gallop, Matt Forte! It's the pregame show with Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers' official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And guys, that, of course, back in 2008, I'm sure you both remember that touchdown. And um, I think maybe, Olin, you sprung it. Is that does it all go through you? <laughs> it was all you. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it. Hey, um, Tom Thayer is fun to listen to when a run is about to go, isn't he? And speaking yeah. of Tom, I think his uh, high school, Joliet Catholic, if I'm not mistaken, that's where he went to, is 7-0. Yeah. They're 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 really good this year beating brother rice uh, i think this week but uh matt forte man um i remember looking up on that play and thinking wow uh this guy's going to be pretty good uh you know he broke away he had that uh pat he was he was strangely fast for a man his size right yes. when when he when he would go i mean he was gone that 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 play it's funny maybe he's going to call here in a minute i think he's leaving church um but when that happened, I went up, ran over to him on the sideline, and I'm like, I haven't seen that since I've been here. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, that's my, it has to be the longest touchdown run I've seen since I've been here. And he's like, what, really? I'm hey, like, Pat, right, Thomas Jones on line two. He like a word with you. But anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just trying to pump up the rookie. No, man. no, no. no, no him, that, that is good leadership. But no, but um, an amazing uh, uh, third down uh, just all around back, just he could yeah. do. Matt could do anything. You could imagine him uh, in the NFL, like this offense, what what the Bears are trying to run, the kind of numbers he would put up as a pass catching and a runner. I mean, the guy could do everything. And we're going to talk to him right now. We are delighted to uh, to welcome in uh, Matt Forte on the guest uh, hotline. It, uh, of course, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good. How you guys doing? Were your, uh, were your ears burning? The, the <laughs> fellas were just complimenting you, and we just played a fantastic uh, uh, rookie uh, touchdown from uh, 2008. I believe that was your first touchdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, my ears was itching, and uh, I remember that day. Uh, came to the sideline, and, and Pat Pat was like, bro, I hadn't seen one like that in a while. I think we got a good one. <laughs> we did. Hey, Olin, Matt, do you guys remember the play call? The name of the it call? It was a trap. Yeah, it was a trap play. Inside trap, okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Matt, uh, yeah, we were, we were talking good things about you, but – uh, I want to pick your brain a little bit about being a running back. And, and one thing that I'm thinking about is Khalil Herbert coming in, getting more carries today as a rookie running back. And you obviously got a lot of carries and played a lot as a rookie. What was the biggest thing you had to adjust to getting into the NFL as a running back? I'd say the biggest thing to adjust to was one, which is kind of uh, like once you get used to it, I guess would be taking care of your body because 
coming out of Tulane, you know, I got the ball a lot, but I mean, I barely used the ice tub and just was, it's just a different game. It's bigger guys, it's faster, hits are harder. So I had to adjust to that. But then I would say in the game, the hardest thing to adjust to or the biggest thing to adjust to was uh, one, the speed, but then also um, the knowledge of the game. And uh, having a guy like Olin, you know, as, as a, the center of your rookie year is, is, you know, a blessing because he knew, you know, when d- certain blitzes were coming and certain looks and stuff, and when we would be in blitz protection um, meetings and stuff, just listening to how he knew, you know, the the kind of the keys on how to uh, get those before before the the snap was was important as a rookie. Hey Matt, man, I, I was looking back at our 2010 season, that Carolina game, and and Molly and Pat. And you want to know how good this guy was? Uh, our our offense that year, okay. Uh, against the Panthers, you know, on the outside we had Devin Aroma Shadu, Johnny Knox, Edgar Bennett. Our offensive line was Jamarcus Webb, Edwin Williams. You can look him up if you want. There's a center in there, 13-year guy, probably talked too much. Uh, still thought he was good. A little overrated at that time, but that's okay. We won't run him down too much. Garza, obviously, Frank O'Meal, okay? Greg Olsen, we won't call him a blocking savant, but you can call him what you want. Uh, you know, Todd Collins is at quarterback. We had 29 yards passing it. It looked like the Cleveland Browns. Matt Forte wrote up 166 yards of rushing. Wow. Right? I mean, he this guy, he was that – Matt, Matt I, I wanna, the way I want to ask you is, I, I'm, I'm impressed with David Montgomery. I wonder what you think about him. I know he's out today. But when you're a running back going into mm-hmm. a game, and I know how humble you are, but – you know it's on you, and you got to carry the load. Uh, uh, what, what kind of preparation does that take, and, and how do you get your teammates to just believe that we will score if we get the ball in your hands? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, something. I think the, you know, Jay was out that week. I think the week before uh, he got a concussion or something. I think that Behind <laughs> that offensive week. line? Shocking. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, might have been after the 10-sack uh, game. I think if I'm, if I'm correct, but uh, going into that game, man, knowing we got Ty Collins who's going to play him, him or uh, or Caleb, and I was like, well, I know we're going to run the ball, but I kind of been in that situation my whole life, you know, whether it be Little League, uh, high school, or at Tulane because we didn't throw the ball much over there either. Um, so I just knew going into it that was the mindset, and first the, the and foremost you just got to have that mindset, but then also. Uh, I just needed, you know, some some space. You know, once you, you know, I told, I think Edwin and, and Frank and those guys said, man, just occupy him for like a second and a half, you know. And you know, I use up my vision and and you know the the talent that I got it to try to make some plays. And that day, you know, we we did well in the running game, as you can see. So uh, sometimes it's just it's just like that. That's how it shakes out. I had a conversation with Sean Gale one time. We were out, and and I asked him what it was like just playing with uh, Walter Payton, and he said that he asked Payton one time what he looks for when he's running. And Payton told him he just he just needed a flash of green, and he would head for the green. What what was it? What was your thing? What did you did you have landmarks you looked for? What what was it that you were looking for when you were running? I was looking uh, down the field. I wasn't necessarily always looking at the back of the lineman, but I would read the backs. So I could tell when a guy had his back kind of parallel to the line of scrimmage that there probably wasn't a good chance that I could get around him because he's already parallel. If you do that, you probably get a holding call. And so I would obviously look at the flow of the defense a lot because that's how you get cutback lanes. And so uh, you always taught and uh, and practice this in practice was pressing the hole. So you run an inside zone or outside zone, whether you know either one, you got to press you know the heels of the offensive lineman. And then once you do that, you get those cutback lanes. And the backside, you just hope they got those those cutoff blocks. And, you know, even in that game, the Panthers game, you saw one of the uh, longest runs, I think I cut it all the way backside, like where the safety was. So um, sometimes you just, you know, if they got a fast flow defense, you got to know that they're going to flow fast and there might be one guy on the backside to beat. But, um, yeah, you look for those open spaces. I wasn't necessarily looking for green. I just looking for an open space, which – you know, it just looks different in, in your vision than when you see those blue or white jerseys uh, all, all lined up together. Matt, did you like running with a fullback? Or, and if you did or, or not or whatever, how, how different is that, you know, back there with a, with a fullback in front of you? 
I did. I did like running with a fullback in front. Not every time, but I would say fifty-fifty between that and being in a single back. Um, but when in the single back, I like being in the eye more than the, in the gun because the gun, you know, you're closer and it's hard to get ahead a of steam. But also, you're running sideways a little bit, which not a big fan of in the NFL. So um, I, I like you know having a fullback, especially a guy who can go in there and, and do the dirty work for you. Um, Sometimes, you know, you, you'd be down a man and they might put a tight end back there. I wasn't a big fan of that because they would go in there and try to cut somebody in the hole and, uh, you know, just clog up the hole. So uh, I, I like the, the big-time fullbacks who are used to doing those things, though. Hey, Matt, um, talk to us a little bit about, I know it's important to you, developing the youth. Uh, Pat told me that you might be a little late today because you're coaching youth football. Uh, talk to us about the things that you're involved in now and how you help out the community. Let us know what projects you're involved in. Yeah, it's important, man. Uh, it's you know, especially with our youth today. And if you look around Chicago, a lot of young guys, they young girls, they just need something to do. Um, as you can see, if you watch the news, they got a lot about carjackings and stuff going on. And these kids are 12 and 13 years old, and so uh, I think CBS just ran a report and and. One of the kids, he just was saying it looked fun to do because he plays Grand Theft Auto. So um, I just try to go out there and just give them some resources where they have something that they can be active and be outside and be, it's a safe space for them, but also they can learn some skills out there as well. So um, that's one of the main things to do to build up the youth, but then also to teach them a little bit about life because a lot about football and sports in general, the discipline and stuff you can carry over from the sport into life. Great stuff. Yeah, that's um, awesome. When we when we look at this team, Matt, are you are you, do you find yourself when you're watching football? Are you looking at running backs? Or are you looking at the quarterback? Do you relate more to a guy like Justin Fields and the way that he moves and the way he runs than uh, than you do David Montgomery? Uh, I look at I would say the running backs more than the quarterback. Um, it's just a different, I think mindset going into it with a quarterback that when they run even if you can be if you are a runner like Justin and then you're a fast guy a lot of times they're going to slide and, and try to not get that extra yard they're just trying to you know stay healthy for the game um and and, and watching David uh I mean I, I think it's unfortunate that he got uh, hurt a little bit last week but I I hope he's back quickly because he's he's continuing continuing to progress I see in his vision but also and he's always been a natural runner and being able to break tackles a lot which is uh, one of his best characteristics uh, as a runner. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to him getting back in the offense and getting involved. But then being able to have a quarterback like Justin back there and have a runner like, like David, it's a double threat. And so when you can run those read options and, and RPOs and do those things, it just takes one less guy, you know, it takes another guy out of the box where, you know, you don't have to uh, worry about that guy on the inside zone play. Can you break down David Montgomery a little bit more, just what you see from him? And maybe, I don't know if he can really improve. He had such a good year before he got injured. But what do you yeah. see from him? He's got he's got good feet, really good vision, which is important. You know, if you're a running back and you don't have that that patience and vision where you can kind of set up your blocks, it's going to be rough for you. So uh, the patience that he's, he's, he has and the vision and, and the uh, quick feet to be able to set up blocks is – one of the best things, if if he could improve on anything, I would just say explosiveness. You know, um, you can never have enough of that, and you can always work on that and continue to do that as you continue to play. Um, and uh, his toughness is is obviously key too. He's a tough runner. He's always going forward, and and he's not shying away from contact. So I love that about him. Hey Matt, um, I'm, I'm interested to know from your perspective. I I know from like my perspective in the offensive line, if I got a chance to talk to a young quarterback, what I would talk to him about, what is extremely important for him to develop. And I'm interested in a guy who was good at every aspect of his game, could do anything, catch the ball, block, run. What would you talk to Justin Fields and say, look, man, this is really what you need to work on to have a successful career in the NFL? If I were to talk to him, I'd say, so the, especially being a quarterback, the the knowledge of the game you know knowing uh what defenses do what they're going to try to do even looking at watching film of quarterbacks that are your type uh and what defensive coordinators try to do to stop them um because you know as a run as a quarterback who can run the ball 
but also, you know, is a, is a decent passer. Um, I would say knowing, you know, your knowledge of the game and, and knowing a defense is going to help him play even faster. And that's what you have to be at quarterback, especially when you don't have much time to throw the ball. Um, so uh, doing that and then – Getting tired of these shots on the offensive line, man. So the knowledge of the game within and then his accuracy. You know, I think he's pretty accurate, but just the timing and accuracy, you can't beat that if you got some guys may like those the the really good quarterbacks, there's a guy who may be covered and they just put the ball in a spot where only the receiver can get to it. Great stuff, Matt. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for jumping on with us. All right, fellas. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Matt. That was uh, Matt Forte, and and uh, you're listening to the pregame show. Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Make sure you download the Bet Rivers app today. All right, guys, um, the Bears made a trade this week. Uh, I don't know, I don't know how much uh, we've talked about it. I don't know what it means. I think there are a lot of little tentacles when you think about the Bears trading a future sixth-round pick for Jakeem Grant uh, from Miami, bringing in a returner, I think that we saw um, Simba struggle a little bit with the punt returns, but maybe this is more about uh, Khalil Herbert being moved into the backup running back role so you don't want him returning kicks, or maybe, just maybe, it has something to do with the fact that we've heard nothing about Tariq Cohen and maybe Tariq Cohen is not necessarily returning uh, to return. What um, What's your takeaway from this move at this point? Uh, I think it's a smart move. I think he's a very talented returner. And he, obviously, you're not giving up much with a six-round uh, draft pick. But um, those are valid questions about you know Tariq Cohen, Khalil Herbert. Um, my, my biggest worry is that uh, Tariq Cohen's just not going to be healthy and can't return anytime soon. So I think that's why they went and got this guy. But guys, this guy is, he's dynamic, man. He's really good. I think we saw him in the preseason against the bears when he was with the dolphins had a nice punt return, but uh, this kid's got talent. And I think this helps the team. If, if they're going to kind of go the old formula with trying to win with defense, kind of just um, get Justin Fields groomed and growing. I think this special teams threat with Jakeem Grant can help him, you know, score points, uh, change field position, but he's got great speed, great vision. And what I love too is, can't equate him to Devin, but the way when Devin would return, you would see his eyes down the field. He's not looking right at the person right in front of him. This is the way I see Jakeem Grant running, that he's seeing what's in front of him and feeling what's around him, and he's a pretty dynamic returner. So I, ex- I expect him to make a difference for, for Coach Tabor in the special teams unit. Hey, Mully, in 1998 in the sixth round, the Bears drafted Chris Draft and Patrick Manley, but you don't give away much when you give away six-round picks. But <laughs> uh, don't, don't talk about yourself like that, Pat. Listen, um, I, you know, I don't uh, – Pat, I was waiting to hear his, obviously, scouting part of this guy, and, and yes, the Bears need to find points somewhere. So uh, if he is dynamic and he ends up being uh, that kind of returner um, – then, then that is great for the team. The only question you have is, uh, why did it take so long to go get this kid, right? Uh, that's a team that we all knew you had to be going into the season. You had to get takeaways. You had to find points from somewhere. Uh, and it continues to be their problem uh, since, you know, the end of the year in 2018. So it just kind of frustrates you when you watch and then you don't get an answer on Tariq Cohen. Uh, what, what's going on with him? Uh, the only thing you get is some odd tweet here and there uh, about, you know, whatever. If you cheer, if you boo this Mitch Trubisky, you're weird or whatever it may be. I don't know. Uh, but like to know what's going on with him because uh, you gave him another contract, right? And, and and he's supposed to be your dynamic playmaker. And he had a hip problem one year and then his knee uh, last year. And now we haven't heard or seen him. And now you're signing a guy and it tells me this guy could be out for a while. So like Coach Nagy's press conferences, some things these guys do lately, and it usually doesn't equal winning, just doesn't make sense. I, I mean, you can say what you want about six-round picks, but didn't the, didn't the Raiders get one for Stephon Gilmore this week? And I, I get it, the Bears don't have any money, but I think a guy like that coming back from injury for the Bears would be unbelievable if they could have gotten involved in that conversation. But, but I, you know, I, I, I just wonder, we haven't talked much about um, Ryan Pace you know, David Montgomery, a guy you traded up for. I mean, you you know, we're going to watch the quarterback 
a guy he traded up for. They're, you know, they're missing a quarterback who was a guy they traded up for. You just go through all the decisions he's made, and I, I get it. He came from New Orleans, and they have this philosophy of identifying a player and going and getting him. But, man, that's just so much draft capital. And when you think about the value of, of various uh, spots in the draft, and I'm, I'm not just talking about late-round picks, but, you know, the guy's done well in the fifth round, but he's done horribly with the first round with some of his second-round picks. I, I just wonder if, as you see the amount of money that you pay mm-hmm. for different players coming to Chicago, um, would you have spent that money if you had hit on the draft pick you had? So it just – it just kind of boggles the mind how much draft capital has walked out of this building. Agreed. I, you know, I think they've overpaid a lot of players, and we've talked about Jimmy Graham. Is he is he worth the money they paid him? Uh, Robert Quinn actually now is stepping up, obviously, for the money he's being paid. But if you do everything properly and you hit on those picks and you you save that money, you keep Kyle Fuller here. Hmm. That's that's a big loss to me losing him. That's you know you because you, you couldn't afford him, and Ryan Pace made a mistake with that one of uh, trying to move the money around, and he couldn't keep them. So that, that's just an example of, of, a, of another mistake that Ryan Pace has made. Yeah, it's just there just hasn't been a lot of winning, right, Molly? And, and that's the problem you have with it. And now you're on your second franchise quarterback. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever got that opportunity to take two cracks at that NFL. I'd have to study the whole history to see what general manager actually made it through trading up for a quarterback, and then now he traded for a second one. But – like we, what we all said about Mr. Trubisky, if he hits on fields, uh, it changes everything, right? But uh, the the problem you have is when you add everything together, when you add the trading up for guys like Miller and Shaheen, uh, uh, you know, Leonard Floyd, uh, you know, just these guys just didn't work out, and now you don't have draft capital. Uh, you trade away your picks for Khalil Mack. Uh, you don't you don't get to the playoffs, and it doesn't look like uh, they're gonna go. I mean, they did get to the playoffs. I'm sorry, uh, you know, with that record last year because they added another team, but it doesn't look like you're gonna go this year, and it looks like you're farther away than you are closer. And you start to wonder uh, what is the future here, right? What 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 direction are they going in? Because then now with with Fields, you'd like these picks back to build to draft young guys to play with him. Uh, where do they get that from? Uh, do these guys start to develop? players or develop young guys to play with fields it just it just kind of it's just kind of confusing when you look from the outside looking in and you say okay what is the actual plan they have moving forward yeah I, I you know it whatever I don't want to complain about draft picks it's not the time we're talking about a game this morning but uh or this afternoon I should too late say. you already did yeah but I, <laughs> I but I can't help it whenever I see them trade a pick I worry about it now this kid's five foot six, but he runs a four three, mm. and you start talking about speed and what it means. And Olin, you asked a question earlier um, about about Henry Ruggs. That guy runs a four two. Mm. Does, does that seem humanly possible? <laughs> and and he is he he is averaging like twenty two something yards a catch, twenty two seven. He's catching the ball when the ball is thrown to him. It's eighteen yards downfield, so he's already eighteen yards downfield when you're when you're getting to him. That's one of the real problems you have with this team. Not just the idea that they can hit you with a really good tight end, they'll run the football, but that they also have a speed threat who, given the Bears secondary, would seemingly be capable of making a big play in this game. Yeah, that's, that's a matchup problem. I, I just yeah, It's, it's going to be interesting because they obviously have the same issues at O-line like, like the Bears supposedly do, but I don't know – it, it, this is up to Khalil Mack and, and, and Robert Quinn if they can get after the quarterback and stop those throws from going all the way, you know, that far down the field. I think that's the key: is can they get pressure on on Carr today? But um, they 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 got some they got some weapons over there that are going to be a big matchup problem with the Bears. And I guess Tayshawn Gibson will be back, which should help a little bit back there. But uh, that Rugs is pretty special, man. He's got some speed and that Renfro. I, what do they call it, the China route, Olin? The unbeatable route? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can't cover it, but but no. you have to block long enough. It looks like he's making like three or four moves yeah. on that route. But but Manly, you said it well, and you know uh, what they're going to try to do today because they had a bad week last week. It's what all NFL teams do. Uh, John Gruden wants to come out and wants to establish the run, and that's going to start with Eddie Goldman, uh, Bilal Nichols, Angelo Blackson. They got to get in there. Uh, they got to stop the run first. So Khalil Max. And Robert Quinn can pin the ears back and get after Carr and 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 make him you know throw interceptions and shut this offense down because if they do start running the ball and they slow down that pass rush and they can start running play action uh, with Rugs and Renfro 
and, and Waller and these guys, it, it is a mismatch for the Bears' defense. They will struggle covering these guys if the Raiders' offensive line gets a chance to run the ball and give Derek Carr time. He has proven uh, through the first three weeks, and you know, not so much against the Chargers, uh, he has proven that he can he can deliver the ball to these guys, and it's going to be a real problem uh, if they can't get after the quarterback today. Yeah, and I All just right. hope the, I hope Khalil Mack is healthy. You know, he yeah. didn't look good at the yes. end of the game last week, and I just hope he's healthy. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. He, he added a rib injury to his mm-hmm. foot injury. Uh, he was not able to practice on Wednesday or Thursday. He did go in a limited fashion on uh, uh, on Friday, but that's not much work. Guys, we're going to bring in Mark Grody next. We'll uh, we'll get the updated list of who's available and who isn't. And I want to ask you guys, do you need practice? At what, at what point uh, do you need practice? We know Jimmy Graham doesn't, but what about uh, the normal human? Wow, that was just <laughs> – I just took a gratuitous <laughs> shot at that guy. All right, Grody joins us next. It's the pregame show with Bully and Olin and Patrick Manley presented by Bet Rivers, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. You're listening to the score. Told you the last couple of weeks we've had some some good conversations internally. Um, it's it's helped us in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Continuing that process this week, it's uh, it's it's led to making the decision to move with Justin as a starter. Um, you know we've been patient with this. Uh, we've grown with him. We're proud of Justin. Uh, He's been a great teammate from the very beginning. The morning show is not what I'm doing today. I'm doing the pregame show. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> With all the crews and Patrick Manley. And, and, the, and the Raiders are in Las Vegas, Molly. The Raiders are in Las Vegas. Awesome. Presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Bet Rivers, uh, download the Bet Rivers app today. We've got our guy. He is uh, one of God's great men. His name is Mark Grody, and he joins us now on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hey, Mark, how are you, man? What's going on, Molly and Patrick? And only good to talk to you guys, as always. We're standing by, waiting for the inactives to come out as we speak. So I'll let you know as soon as those uh, come out. But so, some of it was made pretty clear to us throughout this week, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it. You know, Keem Hicks didn't even travel with the team because of the groin injury. I did see him out there on Friday in a very light practice, literally just walking around. So I don't know if that's encouraging or not for the next couple of games for Akeem Hicks, but not on IR yet. Danny Trevathan activated. That'll be interesting to see if if he gets anything out there with Al Ogletree playing so well. And then obviously David Montgomery placed on IR. And I know Patrick uh, Manley was inquiring about Mr. Ryan Nall and whether or not he will be active today. Um, standing by, I mean, it would make sense. It would make sense with a couple of your blocking tight ends out today and Jesse James and J.P. Holtz. You know, Ryan Nall can can do that. He could help you in that regard, not necessarily with the running game so much, but it's very possible that he could be active today. Yeah, that's kind of why I was asking. I was hoping they'd have the same kind of game plan because without uh, Holtz, you don't really have a fullback and maybe they'll put Nall in there and try to run kind of the same plays. That's what I'm hoping. But uh, nope. we've talked before the break. <laughs> And I was talking about, uh, <laughs> what was that? Nope. No, we got no, our no. first nope of the year. No, Ryan, no, a fullback, please. No, I can't <laughs> see any more of that, Pat. Then who do we put a fullback? No, I don't know. Just not him. <laughs> He's your favorite Anybody. You know, take a D lineman. Take anybody you want. Khalil Mack. Oh, Bars? Yep. Hey, how about Alex Bars? You, I, you I, saw I, him I, pop in a couple of times. All right, is active. He could do fullback. You know, we got Ogletree. That's yeah. true. Very true. Okay. Hey, but Mark, how banged up is Khalil Mack? You know, you were on the sideline last week, and he just looked like he was, you know, limping a little and hurting a little last uh, last week late in the game. Yeah, and he got injured on that that play that was negated between the three guys pushing the turnover. And it was interesting in all the chaos of of that play before it was, you know, negated. He he came to the sideline. Everybody's celebrating, and I'm just watching. I'm watching Khalil Mack doubled over in pain. Everybody's I'm like, hey, wait, wait a minute. What about Khalil Mack? He's hurting over here. And he was just, it looked, he, he was almost acting like he had gotten the wind knocked out of him because he was down on his, on his knees. And it looked like he was trying to catch his breath. And that probably was the rib shot um, that he took. But I'll tell you what, I mean, he, he's probably not 100%, but 
the way he was talking yesterday, I haven't, I don't think I've ever heard Khalil Mack speak like that in the time that he's been here when he deals with the media. You know, he's always very quiet. He's always very nice to the media, but doesn't have a lot of lot to say to the media. And we hadn't talked to him for a few weeks. And he is into the gamesmanship in playing against his old team, the Raiders, and how they handled him back in 2019 in London when they they beat him up pretty good in that game. And he he kind of indicated because he was smiling through a lot of his press conference that, you know, John Gruden took it personally, that John Gruden, you know, was putting the dogs on him, make sure that this guy does not beat us today. And they did win the day. And I think Mac, although he's friends with those guys, he's basically best friends with their quarterback, Derek Carr, but he wants a piece of those guys. So in other words, he was not going to be held out of, of this game. Hey, Grody, uh, you just mentioned uh, you saw Alex Bars out there. Is, is that who you expect to see in there in, in a kind of a tight end role uh, with J.P. Holtz and Jesse James out? I wouldn't be surprised, Olin, and that's his trick, Alex Barr, is that he, he apparently, you know, per the Bears' evaluations, has not been good enough to be considered a starter long-term on this team he literally can play every position along that offensive line and fullback if needed. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tinker with that and use him a little bit more just because, you know, last week was at Soldier Field against the Detroit Lions. The noise factor is going to be totally and completely different in this game in terms of making life easier for Justin Fields. So can, to continue to have that extra blocker and in finding crafty ways to use Alex Bars could could be a, a key to this game offensively. This is kind of a silly question, I guess, but given the fact that you got Damian Williams as your starter and he's – He's had a quad injury that knocked him out of the game last week. Now, apparently, it's like a deep bruise on the quad. Nonetheless, he, both he and David Montgomery got hurt last week, and you've got a rookie and Khalil Herbert behind him. Don't you have to have a third running back? Don't you have to have Ryan Nall as a, an actual running back and not necessarily a fullback if, if indeed you are going into this game with a compromised running back and, and a rookie? Yeah, I mean, that that's possible, Molly. I like where you're going with that. But I don't think that, like, last week it, it got down to the point where they they used Khalil Herbert, and it, it sure felt like this is an absolute emergency situation, and, and that it was. So, you know, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be totally and completely crazy if somebody like Artavis Pierce was active for this game to give them that, that safety valve here today. And as a matter of fact, I have just been text messaged the inactives for today, ah. and here they, here they are, Molly. Um, Nick Foles, inactive today. Uh, we knew Jesse James, uh, Rashad Perryman, inactive again today. Joel E.A. Booneyway, inactive. J.P. Holtz, inactive today. And Akeem Hicks. So there you go. Ryan Nall is active today. So they are thinking along those lines. I don't think, you know, you guys could tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't see any surprises in the names right there in terms of who is inactive today. No, no, that, that's, but I'm just excited that Ryan Hall is going to play Olin. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Nope. Nope. Too. <laughs> hey, Mark, I think you spent some time with Robert Quinn this week, and he had some interesting things to say. Could you kind of sum up what, what he talked about, you know, his past and, and the play in the past? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he uh, – one of the things that he told me was that he is – He's playing with joy, and he, he said it again. He's playing with because he, last year was a rough year for him in terms of trying to get himself together spiritually, as he said, and he realized how important that aspect was. But he also, you know, came right out unprompted with me. He said, "Hey, man, I'm in my this is my 11th year." He said, "I better I better let it all out right now and not hold a damn thing back." Because, you know, 11 years into the league, you're probably kind of on a year-to-year -year basis eventually if you, if you lose that stuff. It doesn't look like he's like he looks like he's got whatever step he might have lost last year with the four and a half sacks that he has this year. It looks like he has gotten them back. And, and I'm sure you guys have touched on this. This is an offensive line, Vegas is, that you can exploit a little bit with the, the rookie right tackle. Now guard, Alex Leatherwood, I know their center, Andre James has, has struggled a little bit. And they have 
allowed 12 sacks this year. So I look for, you know, with Khalil Mack playing with that little bit of extra edge and then Robert Quinn, too, this could be a big day for both of the Bears outside linebackers. Yeah, just uh, remind Robert Quinn for me, I know this happens a lot in the NFL. Guys come out in the first four weeks of the season, everybody declares that they're back, remind them that the last game is on January 9th, and there's a long way to go. So uh, tell them to keep it up for us. But um, that secondary has a big challenge today, Grody, with um, the Raiders' weapons. Any talk today on uh, – I mean, any talk there that this week on that, Duke Shelley versus Hunter Renfro, and how to slow down those guys? Yeah, that's that's huge. And I, I think – Kendall Vildor better watch out Mm -hmm. as well. I mean, we all know what Jalen Johnson is capable of doing. You're right, Hunter Renfro in the slot, is he's a badass in there. And Duke Shelley, you know, Duke Shelley is one of the better tacklers on the team, but we we have seen his fair share of times where he's gotten burned in coverage for sure. Going to have to keep a close eye on the speed of Henry Ruggs as well. I know that, you know, Roquan Smith will be glued to Darren Waller. I mean, they definitely have some guys that you you got to watch out for. And Derek Carr loves to use every one of them. And, you know, specifically, too, because they've had trouble getting the running game cranked up. And I know that there were circumstances last week where the Raiders were playing catch-up. But, you know, Josh Jacobs was really a non-factor in the game. He's been a little bit hobbly throughout this season. But... Jacobs was terrific back in 2019 against this Bears team, which is, you know, relatively similar to the defense they were playing back then. And coincidentally, it was the game that Akeem Hicks was injured and Hicks obviously not playing today. Great stuff, Mark. Thank you, buddy. Later, boys. See you, Mark. That is Mark Grody. We're going to – Olin does a great podcast. He's got the No Name Football podcast with Jason McKee. They do a really good job, and they had a guest on uh, this week in a, in a real interesting uh, uh, exchange. We'll we'll talk about that when we come back. It is, of course, the uh, the pregame show, and we are sponsored by Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. We've got Olin Krutz. We've got Patrick Manley. And uh, we will be back on 670 to score. Breaking news on the score is powered by Odyssey and presented by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Oh, Santa here. It's the 15 for 15 donation sale at Tree Time, your place for artificial Christmas trees and more. All October, donate $15 at Tree Time for the Salvation Army. Get 15% off any tree in the Tree Time store in Lake Barrington. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Running a small business means just that, always running. Woo, you're not kidding. Which is why this holiday, while the other guys, not mentioning any names, are kicking it back, we'll be kicking it into gear by leaving our doors open for you. So whatever the ing you need this holiday, whether it's packing, shipping, or mailboxing, we'll be right here waiting. Now that's an ing worth celebrating. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Hey, it's Speaks. Look, nobody's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers might three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, you have options. Go to GetRoman.com slash Matt now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional works with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole thing is straightforward. It's discreet. And getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Matt and complete an online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Matt now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's now a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash Matt. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. This segment is brought to you by iParkit Parking App. 
most affordable way to park in the loop is to download iParkit. No need to prepay. Just download the app, sign up for iParkit Express, scan in and scan out. iParkit has the best rates and makes parking easy. Get 20% off the first five times you use iParkit Express. Download iParkit and save. Fast Wi-Fi. You use it to connect just about everything, which means having fast Wi-Fi matters a lot. That's why Xfinity offers gig speed Wi-Fi, the fastest Wi-Fi you can get. That's a big deal. It's a big deal for streaming big games, having big meetings, and making big plans. It's a big deal for families with one kid, or two kids, or three kids. Especially if there's one kid who has enough devices for 10 kids. It's a big deal for gamers who are streaming while someone else is posting about their virtual spin class. And yet, it's also a big deal for a quiet Friday night in. Because fast Wi-Fi makes everything better. Now through October 11th, ask how to get a special offer of $300 back when you get GigSpeed Internet. Or get started with up to 50 megabits per second download speed for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Click, call, or visit an Xfinity store today. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and compatible gateway. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Offer requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 10-11-21. New performance starter internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. So, what are you sipping? <sighs> Whether it's our freshly ground coffee to wake you up, or an icy polar pop cup or froster to keep you going, our new sip and save drink subscription at Circle K will keep you refreshed every day. Join Circle K's Sip and Save and grab any size drink every day for just $5.99 a month. Yeah. Start sipping and saving today. Just sign up with your mobile number when you check out at Circle K. Limited time offer at participating locations. Installing brand new carpets shouldn't mean putting your life on hold. Enjoy a simplified installation experience at the Home Depot by licensed local professionals with an unbeatable selection of affordable styles, colors, and fabrics that are durable and low maintenance, including options that are odor and stain resistant. And right now, you can get your carpet installed for free. Get started today at the Home Depot. Free carpet installation on purchases of $4.99 or more. No square foot minimum. Excludes in stock styles. U.S. only. See store for details. Join Anthony Heron for the Miller Lite Top Draft Show Tuesday, October 12th from 6 to 9 p.m. at Hawthorne's Backyard and Grill in West Chicago. Enjoy the broadcast, enter for a chance to win Bears tickets, and watch a live interview with former Chicago Bear Lance Briggs from 7 to 8.30. Celebrate responsibly. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. It's the pregame show. With Ole Cruz and Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers Official Sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And guys, we want to give a, a special shout out to the fine folks at Zing Zang. My God, they got me through the first two White Sox games. Thank you for the uh, Bloody Mary mix. Um, I just wish you'd make it even stronger if the Sox are going to continue to play the way they did. Uh, one more game tonight, but we'll see. Hopefully, they. Push it and end up winning the series, and I'm not predicting anything. But um, Olin does a great job with the No Name Football podcast. Olin uh, and Jason McKee uh, get together, and they and they do a wonderful job talking to different people around the league. And one of the guys they had on uh, recently was Marty Morningweg, who was, of course, the Lions coach for many years. I had a great pleasure of meeting him when he was an assistant coach down in Mobile uh, at the Senior Bowl and ended up having a couple – uh, pops with him one night. It, he reminded me of like a South Side guy, and I mean that as a very high compliment. But um, but the No Name Football Podcast, and again, and not to be confused with No Foods, N-O-H-Foods.com, which is one of Olin's fine sponsors, the No Name Football po- con- uh, Podcast. You had Marty on, Olin, mm-hmm. and you asked him about uh, about this idea that everybody wants uh, Matt Nagy to be the head coach and give up play calling, and he had a good answer. Matt got hired because of his offensive prowess. And I will tell you, we all think that we're the best play callers on earth, right? <laughs> got him. Right. right? <laughs> so so that, that's it. And I learned this when I was very young, coaching for Mike Holmgren with the Green Bay Packers. We, we talked about that, and we made, uh, you know, two huge runs and, and won the Super Bowl in, in, in 97, uh, the year of 96, and uh, uh, the, the season of 96. And he told me, he said, one of these days I will, I will give up the play calling. But when I do that, I will take the headphones off. And I'm going, really, why? And he goes, because everybody will see 
the game just a little bit differently. He goes, just think. You get five guys in a room, just the perception of one play, let alone a game plan or a full game, the perception will be just a little bit different. So you have to stay out of the play caller's way. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Olin, what was your takeaway from him? I I thought, honestly, he was trying to give Coach Nagy some advice uh, from, Mm -hmm. you know, he was on the staff that Coach Nagy, he was the offense coordinator where Coach Nagy first got hired in Philadelphia, so knows him pretty well, Pat, and I think he was trying to tell him, like, uh, take the headsets off and just give it total control to Bill Lazor and get out of the way because um, you're just getting in the way if you give somebody play calling, but you're still trying to have your hand in it. Yeah. I, I, by the way, that podcast was great. It was a great whole interview. I'd recommend people to go listen to it, but what I took from it too, man, is You've said it before, is putting like a different somebody different in the offensive room to let them see it differently. And I'm guessing maybe now Matt Nagy not calling plays. Hopefully he sees it differently. Not only the offense, the whole team, and and uh, can deal with the sideline a little bit better. But I just I thought Marty Morningwing was great, and I think you're right, man. He's saying Matt, take it off, man. You're yeah. not good enough right now. I'll give it to somebody else. See it differently. Get get a different feel for the game, and and go be a head coach. And and let's just hope that Matt Nagy continues doing that. Yeah, you know, one thing, Mully, when, when you look at it, and you know, I'm sure these guys do, but you, you would suggest sometimes that these guys study the history of the scheme that they're from and why it worked. And interestingly, I, what I thought was really interesting, I, I, you know, I didn't know Mike Holmgren was Marty Morningwake's high school offensive coordinator, which um, they must have really beat the hell out of people. But, uh, you know, that you know, Andy Reid is from an offensive line background, right? He coached offensive line and tight ends before Holmgren moved him. And Marty Morningweg also has an offensive line tight end background only for one or two years, but he has coached that area, right? And when you look at the Bears staff and you look through it, none of those guys have that are in the room with the quarterback have experience in that area. And we talk about that is one of their biggest weaknesses, one of their biggest blind spots. And it's interesting you say, Pat, that they should – get somebody else in that room, somebody with a different perspective, and get some more of those guys out of that room because they have all the same guys saying the same things and it just hasn't equaled a lot of points for them over the years. Yep. And then, like I, I you gotta, said, I just – go ahead, Molly. I was just going to ask you guys, and I, I know this is just pure conjecture, but when Matt Nagy reacted the way he reacted and then he talked about Andy Dalton coming back as a coach, it went through my head, does he still want to be the play caller? Is this, is this, is this, has he given that up for the year or has he just given it up for a game or, I mean, what, what do you think? Do you think he ever takes over play calling again? What do you think, Olin? I, I, I just, I don't, I mean, I, I have a feeling he's going to because he's done it in the past. I just hope he doesn't do that. He's obviously proven he's not good enough as an offensive coordinator and being a head coach. So I, I hope he doesn't come back and, and, and take over the play calls. I just, it, you know, he gave it up last year, came back this year, and did it again with the same with the same result. Yeah, not not if he's honest with himself, Pat, like yeah. you just said. Not mm-hmm. not if uh, he's looking at what is best for the Chicago Bears. I think you're right, Molly. I think he really does want to call plays. I think that's his passion. I think offense is his passion. I think play calling is his passion. I think it's what he enjoys the most. I think he enjoys uh, the chess match. I think he enjoys calling plays so I, I think that's what you saw uh, up there when he gave his press conference about uh, you know about laser and, and but it all goes through me and I, I think that that's what he really likes doing so it's hard for him hopefully he can get past that and like Pat I think said earlier um, a lot of people do say he's a pretty good damn good head coach so hopefully he can just be the leader of that team and like Marty Morningweg is saying uh, just take the headset off. Just give it to Bill Lazor. Trust the guys you hire to do that job. And like we talked about earlier, um, the guy does have offensive coordinator under his title. So it's not like you're just giving, you know, this is the guy you hired as offensive coordinator. Let him call plays. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I, yeah go ahead. Go I'm ahead, sorry, No, you go. No, I just, I was going to say that, you know, I just, I think, you know, I've, I've said this before, Olin, that coaches have bigger egos than players. Hmm. I feel that way, mm-hmm. and I just saw him having a struggle. With Long his snappers ego. bigger than centers too. <laughs> <laughs> but it all goes through you, Olin. It all goes through you. <laughs> oh crap! I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I? So that being said, I just have a hard time for him to being able to swallow it that he can't call plays anymore and just being the head coach. 
I just I don't know if he can do it, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, he he just didn't sound like it. I, I'm just saying when you go to the post game against uh, Detroit, he admitted it, but he was like he literally said, "I don't want to talk about it again." Mm-hmm. And and then he kind of laughed uh, awkwardly when he was asked another question. How do you not ask him about it? Did, did he did he say never to talk about it again because it could be in flux? I didn't. I didn't quite know how to read it. And again, then the the kind of um, strange information with the quarterback and the way that happened. Uh, guys, is it more important he developed the quarterback this year or win games? How do you keep your job? What's the What's the most likely way? I, I think he has to show that he can develop a young quarterback. In, in my opinion, I, I think that's the way uh, he keeps his job. This defense is getting older. Uh, they have some contract decisions next year. Uh, if I'm up there at Hallis Hall. I'm watching really, really closely at the way they develop Justin Fields, uh, the way Justin Fields plays through this year. And do are they making him better? Are, are is he developing to a good young quarterback? And I think that Coach Nagy, like, look, even if you're not calling plays, uh, you are a quarterback coach. You were an offensive coordinator. You are involved uh, during the week. It's just on that day, um, you know, it's Bill Lazor's job to call plays just because of. Uh, They've been bad for so long while you are already calling plays, and we talked about last week. If he if he put on a grease board the Chicago Bears numbers while he called plays, there's no way he could continue to do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, and I, I 100% agree with you. This, this is about the development of Justin Fields, and if I'm a player in that, that locker room, I get it, I understand it, and then that's the McCaskies and Ted Phillips. We say Ted's not in charge, but I think he is. It's their job to make sure they're doing the best they can. And if they're not doing it right, it's time to move on and find somebody that can develop them. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to bring in Dan Pompey. We will talk to uh, the man whose name is writ in the Hall of Fame. We'll do that next. It is, of course, the pregame show. Our thanks to the five folks at Bet Rivers, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And, of course, Sing Zang, one of our great sponsors. They are uh, they are fantastic stuff. You can find that at any of your local stores. And we'll be right back with Dan Pompey here on The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.